Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I uh, hope you're very well this Sunday morning. Hayley Ellis is my guest today. Good morning. Morning. So if you're up and about this morning, 8.12.15 is the text. Uh, love to know uh, what has dragged you out of bed. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Hayley Ellis is my guest today. Hello. Hello, up here in uh, in Manchester. I'm so t- I'm so ridiculously tired this morning. I'm not. I mean, I li- like about twenty minutes before I had to be here. I was like, right, I probably should leave. <laughs> like, it's like you like you've got cartoon eyes, you know, like where they paint yeah, them on. That's exactly what I've got. I'm just. <laughs> I, I did that stupid thing where I was like, we were watching it. This there's this show on Sky called. I keep getting it mixed up. I think it's called Big Little Lies. It's got Reese. With a spoon and Nicole Kidman and and it's, Reese without a spoon. That's a, yes, and it's uh, oh, it's fantastic. It's really good. Anyway, watched it last night, like in a right. Let's watch the last one. It's like half one. Ah, oh, I've hey, done that, this. It's always with box sets, isn't it? You can't because we're watching Walking Dead at the minute. Oh, you're having a laugh. And it automatically starts the next one straight away, so you're in already. Do you know what I've I've got a tip for the box set watcher, right? And I got I got this one watching Twenty Four back in the day. Um, which was, uh, what you've got to do is, halfway through an episode, stop it. Because if you wait till the end of the episode, there's always a cliffhanger. Yeah, so you get to the true. end, you're like, oh, I'll go watch the next one now. But halfway through an episode, when they're just like, he's like, Tony, I'm driving over here. I'm like, okay, fine, we can leave it there for a bit. I'll see <laughs> you tomorrow. Instead of 24, you watch 12. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. If you are up and about, uh, who's up and about this morning? I was woken up with a bang... Uh, as my bed collapsed, somebody said here this morning. I wasn't expecting that. Ah, that's a way to wake up, isn't it? Wow, what were you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's never anything fun either, is it? No. Never anything fun. It's probably one of those leg jars, you know, your leg just goes and it's going to be the bed. Yeah, <laughs> One of those with a weird noise. <laughs> <laughs> Not your leg does. Mine just, my whole body shakes. My body does this sometimes. Sometimes I make a noise, I, I do that, so I go... <laughs> do that little noise in <laughs> When my you sleep. wake yourself up with the noise. Yeah, then oh. I wake myself up with the noise and then my brain goes... There's somebody in the room making a noise. Like, like I'm oh, like, no, no. what's that noise? It must have been somebody else. Like midsummer murders. It's weird. Uh, John in Darwin, uh, just out uh, on an early morning walk. He says, showing off to the world. All right, John. Let's talk. Yeah, so we get that a lot, don't you, on this? It's like Ian in uh, Coles here. He says, morning, off to the gym. This guy, this guy's uh, winded up twice here. Off to the gym at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning. He also says, I retire May May sixth. Oh. What's he throwing that in for? Double smug, Ian. Unbelievable. If you're fit enough to go to the gym, you're fit enough not to retire, Ian. That's exactly. what I, that'll have to say. Keep working, Ian. That's what that's Lazy. What I, I mean, I don't want to go too overboard, but you're the problem with this country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you're about this morning and you want to chat, give us a call if you want. Uh, 0330 123 1215. Uh, and uh, the O'Neill family up and about this morning on a two hour long drive to get to a christening. Of Baby I- uh, Isla, I guess that's how you say her name, uh, today in High Wycombe, uh, which is also a first birthday. We're going to be, uh, I'm going to be godmother. Oh. Are you godmother to anybody? Uh, no. No. I've been and, asked, and, so I don't know why. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that is, I would agree with that. <laughs> You'd be a terrible godmother. All right. <laughs> I mean, awful. I could, all right, that's a bit harsh. No, I don't it? think it is. I think I'm bang on the money there. Yeah, you probably are. I'm also no. I think am I a godfather? I was going to say I don't think I'm a godfather, godfather, but I am, which makes me a terrible godfather. The fact that I can't even I remember. You see, you don't even know. <laughs> that I'm a godfather. That's horrendous. The problem is when you're an actual father, that gazumps being godfather because you're a bit like I can't even think about the godfather bit because I'm being a father over here, so it's hard to. All right. Juggle the two, you know what I mean? You no, not that's an excuse. I'm totally using See, that as When it. you have nieces and nephews, it doesn't matter when you've got your own kids. That's what. It, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what, exactly what I'm saying. I mean, I love my kids. I like my, niece, my nieces and nephews. And then I'm not bothered about any other kid. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. God, I feel, I feel like the smugness is coming out of the people's pores this oh, morning. Oh, no. More marathons and runs. Oh, they can't help it. Katie, up having fun after a full 12-hour sleep. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, What's going on? Katie. Don't wind us up here. Who has 12 hours sleep in this day and age? I wouldn't even know what to do. I, do you know what? If my body had 12 hours sleep, I think I'd start to lose parts of my body. I think you're going, I think he's dead. <laughs> 
Let's leave it. <laughs> You'd miss out on loads of current affairs as well, Katie. She doesn't know the big news that's been happening in those 12 hours. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't either. I don't, I don't, no. I'm not rubbish at all, that. I really don't. I've literally not a clue. What's happened? What is, what's going on in the world. Yesterday, I, as you know, got five kids. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't like to go on about it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I've got to suffer it, so have you, for a bit. Um... It got to a point yesterday where I thought, oh, I'm nailing today, I'm doing well here. We, you know, we've been to the park, we've done... I got to about seven o'clock, I went, I've had a shower. I've actually not showered. Oh. I know. That's what happens to you. You put, you put yourself last. Kids. I don't, you can't blame the kids for your poor hygiene standards, Jason. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> I blame them for everything. I know. I blame them for being fat, quite a lot of the time. They because, feed yeah, no, they're not feeders, but they don't eat all the dinner. And often I'll think, oh, so you have to finish their dinners. It's a waste of all that. five of them, isn't it? That's five dinners. You're like Goldilocks. <laughs> I eat a lot. Porridge. I eat everything. <laughs> Nothing gets wasted in our house. Uh, so 8.12.15 is the uh, text this morning. Uh, Sue is up. She says, good morning, Jason. Enjoying listening to the show. Recovering from my second knee operation on the same knee. After the first one went wrong. Oh, Sue. Oh, Sue. Bless you. What a nightmare. I don't know what's happened there to her. I hope you're all right, Sue. Have you had a, have you had a major operations you can tell us about? But no. No. <laughs> Sorry. If you've had a major operation, why don't you text in, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've, had a lo I've had loads. Have you? No, I haven't. I had one on my ankle and uh, another more private one. You... <laughs> <laughs> it's in my book. I wonder why you're smiling. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you about it, can't tell you about it on there, but... Uh... In, really? In my book. Yeah, I could do, yeah, but it's also, when people are eating the dinner, they're like, nah, I'm Jason! Not the oh. dinner. That's how long I've been up. <laughs> I feel like it's dinner time. I'm at breakfast. Technically in it. I'm Brunch. at breakfast. Uh, Jason in uh, Whiteleaf says, oh, the thought of a nice latte's got me out of bed this morning. I'm sitting here in the garden wondering how bad my hangover is. That's the worst moment of the hangover, isn't it, where you're wondering, when does it kick in? Do you know what I was reading? I don't drink that much, and we went Same, out for yeah. a week. And I was, the next day, because we had to be out of the hotel early, I was sick in a bag for life. Because I, ca I, I can't... You were sick in a bag for life? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, when you're hungover and you have to leave... I wasn't driving, by the way. No, And yet, course. you have to, you basically have to get out of the hotel by, like, 10 o'clock. Yeah, of course, is a rule, yeah. Oh, so ill. So ill. But a bag for life, not even just a throwaway one. No, I'm glad it was a bag for life, because it was sturdy. Yeah, what I, I needed. there is that. Yeah. But, what, but you've, you've broken the, the rules. I mean, you can't use that again. Well... You say that. Well, it depends what you're buying, I guess. <laughs> Crikey. Well, aren't you a catch? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm available to be godmother if anyone's interested. Oh, my goodness. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Well, Ian's message back in from Colesville. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's the fellow who retired, and but he's going to the gym. <laughs> I said, was the problem with the country? He's text back, all in capitals as well. Which oh, he's, he's angry. Gone, he's gone full Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone full Trump. After over 40 years of toolmaking, I deserve a pension. I agree, Ian, you're quite right. I, I take it back. You're not the problem with this Sorry, country. Sorry, Go Sorry, on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, chill out, man. Get on yourself on a saga, son. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Uh, 8.12.15 is the text this morning if you want to block capitals, uh, <laughs> your, your anger. Um, I, uh, Fake news. I, I tell you what, I don't, what, what is wrong I'm, with angry people? Like, I had this moment yesterday, right, and uh, I posted about it because I just thought it was ridiculous. Right? There was a guy, I was, so I'm, I'm at my mum's, right, and uh, I've got the kids in the car, so it's, the car's full, right? It's full, there's noise and lots going on, right? And I'm driving, and I get to the junction, it's like a busy road, busy, busy road, trying to pull onto, the, onto an A road. And so, I'm, obviously, I'm looking both sides, you know, it's really busy, car's coming one way, car's coming another way. And uh, I'm just waiting, I'm judging it, I'm judging the moment, like you do when you're at a junction pulling out. But obviously, when you've got the kids in the car and other lives in the car, you're sort of a little bit more... Cautious. Cautious, aren't you? You yeah. think, well, I'm not going to risk pulling out if I can't see where I'm going to get to. I'm not just going to pull out and, and then block the traffic and hope for the best and on buses, coming trucks and that. Guy behind us in a van. Beep, beep, right, dead, oh. dead loud. He's done this thing where I looked in my rearview mirror, he's like bending down so he can see me, <laughs> right, because he's so high up in his van. He's giving us the finger, he's calling us all sorts of words out the window. When you've got kiddies in the car as I well. I mean, even if I didn't, I'd be like, hang on, mate. Like he's, got, he's like, come on, I'm like, all right. He's putting me under extra pressure. Now, I'm not a slow driver, like, I've got uh, I've got the points to prove it. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I am, um, but I'm just, I'm like, he's putting me under extra pressure here. So he's beeping, beeping, and he calls me 
different words, C's and F's and B's and all sorts of, like the big ones. All right. All, like, he goes high. Yeah. He's not like the ones that would be bleeped. Yeah, he's, oh, I mean, not just bleeped, like ruled out. Right. Not even bleep mm. it, like, oh, he's going Watershed for Watershed words. Then he goes, yes. Then I get, I finally pull out. He then overtakes us on this road and he's like going past fingers and all sorts out the window. I'm like, all right, mate, all right. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting a bit, my, my kid's like, what's wrong with that man, daddy? <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's just, he's having a tough day. <laughs> like, I'm giving it one of them. Anyway, I'm getting a bit wound up myself, but I sort of, I'm like, I'm just looking at him, because I, I just do the looks, the sort of, like, the stare. The like, eyebrows. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, what are you on about? And uh, anyway, as he pulls up in front of us, on the back of the van, it said, how's my driving? Ring oh, this number. You... I thought, well, I'm going to ring it. I'm going to I'm gonna dob him in. I've always wondered, so what happens when and you ring it? one of those numbers? I'm, I'm the guy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm owning up to it. I'm the guy who rings the number. How's my driving? Now, back in the day, uh, when I used to do the clubs, me and Alan Carr used to, he'd do the driving, I, I'd be the passenger before I learned how to drive. We gigged a lot together, because we were coming up, we both lived in Manchester, and uh, Alan and I would often ring that number uh, just to say to people how good they were at driving. <laughs> <laughs> just thought it would be quite funny, because we always thought, I bet it's only negative uh, phone calls yeah. in there. So we'd like, I remember on the way to Cardiff once, ringing a, just like, <laughs> like some truck driver. And he just got through to some head office. Ah, yeah, just, um, we're just on the M6 and uh, one of your trucks is uh, is driving. It just says, how's your driving on the back? Oh, yes, sir. Is that, what, what would you like to say? Do you know what? He's doing really well. <laughs> just really well. He's, he's really, you know, he, just conscientious, uh, well within the speed limit. Uh, just thought I'd let you know he's doing really well. <laughs> like, it was really weird. Oh. Like, so, uh but this time I didn't say Duh. that. And what happens if they just take out all the details? I guess so, yeah. I mean, nobody took my name and number or anything and I wouldn't have given it anyway. You know what's going to happen now you've admitted this, so Every white van driver's going to be cutting you up something solid. Fine. <laughs> and I will keep ringing that number. <laughs> I will keep ringing that number. I put it on Facebook yesterday, people were going, all right, oh, just because you've got a good job, you're not allowed to... Str like, what's that got to do with it? Because my job's good. I'm not allowed to moan about other people being bad at theirs. Yeah. Not having that. No. Some, somebody said, because I called him a white van man, somebody said, white van man, th three of the most bigoted words used in the UK. I was like, mate, you need to get out more. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're not even top ten. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Hashtag just saying. I'm just saying. Like, no one's going, how dare you call me a white van man? No one's bleeping that out on the telly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's going, the W word. No one's like, calling you that in a white van. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You're like so, a vigilante now, aren't you? Well, I just, you know, it said, how's me driving? <laughs> I had an opinion on it. <laughs> And I thought he called me. He called me slow, and then and then a really terrible um, swear word afterwards. So uh, I just thought, right, I'm just ringing. I'm if ringing. you can guess what that is, text yeah. us in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Weirdly, some people have been texting in <laughs> that word even before I told them the story. It's weird, isn't it? It's like the it's like psychic. <laughs> it's really weird. Some of them have been saying it for the last half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> just at random. Weird. weird. People are weird. People are so so uh, yeah, but no, she just took my. She just literally went. What happened? What was? What's the details? And I just told him. And um, what was funny was the kids were joining, and he put his fingers up. I was like, <laughs> all right, kids, I've got it. I've got it, guys. Okay, I've got it. Where real music matters. There's, uh, who's up and about here? Good morning. Can we get a shout out for Darren Charlton and Paddy? We're on our way to Wales to uh, climb Mount Snowdon. P.S. Love the show. I always like that when they put that. Aww. It's very rare, but I'll take, I thought, I'll take it with it. I thought they said love the snow, and that's why they're going up Snowdon. But... <laughs> yeah, maybe they, maybe they have. I didn't yeah. read it properly. <laughs> but I'm going to say I'm going to start making it up. Um, hope you're all very well this morning. Had a lovely week. Um, I, uh, I I had to my TV show started last week, uh, Haley. I know, uh, I've seen it. Big heads. Yeah. What's your review? Give us a review. I thought it was very good, very funny. I mean, you have to say that. Yeah, uh, it was excellent. <laughs> Fresh Best show I've ever seen. Do you know what's funny about it, right? This is what I, and I love it, right? I, I think, no, I do, genuinely, I no, really enjoyed I, it. And I genuinely love it. I, uh, as a rule, I don't do any any shows that I don't think are good, right? I mean, apart from Lip Sync Battle UK. <laughs> but I had a VAT bill. Sometimes you've got to look... If you ever see me on a show and you think, crikey, this is terrible, Jace, what are you doing on it? 
maybe HMRC have been yeah, on the case. And I've, had, I've had to pay a tax. What bill. did you lip sync on that, by the way? Uh, I did this Let It Go from Frozen. Oh, classic. Yeah. I, I, I did it for, this, for the kids, innit? <laughs> and, the, and the tax. And to pay the VAT. <laughs> yes. I really need to start saving it away for next year rather than it being a surprise every year. Oh, yeah. I've got, oh, okay. Better do that. Uh, so, um,. But Big Ed's, yeah. So Big Ed's, if you've not seen it, it's, uh, it's, it's basically, it's a knockout. But, uh, yeah. people wear huge celebrity heads and they get it in the head and they fall over. <laughs> I'd love to say it works on more than one level, but it very much is that level. That's it. everything that you need, though, is it? People falling over is oh, it's funny. Great. It's great fun. I loved it. But I, I really loved it. But what I really liked was, and I've got to say, as a rule, like all the reviews were quite nice. Um, and I was having a little look on the hashtag on Twitter. What I really liked was about 95% of the people, who liked it. They didn't just like it, they loved it. They were yeah. like, oh, my kids watch it. Some people, this is my favourite comments, said, my kids put down their devices to watch the show. That is the biggest compliment you can get from a child. Hashtag my work here is done. <laughs> they won't even <laughs> be hashtagging because no, they're watching. they'll be like, wow, what's the, they'll be watching it going, what are these adverts? Why is there a pause between the show? <laughs> they wouldn't even understand what's going on. Why are you not just fast-forwarding through the talky bits? Not even Snapchatting you, watching. Not it's actually amazing. watching. So that was quite an honour. And lots of people sent me, um, like, videos of their family laughing at it as well, oh, which is really sweet. Nice. Uh, but what, so, so, like I said, the people who liked it loved it. And, and, and I've got to say, without, you know, it was a good, like, 90, 90%. But I'll tell you what, the people who didn't like it, oh, they hated it. <laughs> I mean, it was like, there was not, not one person went, well, this is all right. Like, it was... It was Marmite. It was like right. one or the other. It was like White Man Van. Oh my, oh my God. It was, uh, it was hilarious. Some people, and I, I started replying to them in the end. I was just going, maybe it's just not for you. Still <laughs> watch it. It's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I kept saying. I haven't even got enough time in the day to watch the shows I, I want to watch. Exactly. Who's got enough time to sit down? And I'll be honest with you, if you've not seen it, it's on tonight, seven o'clock on ITV, right? If you've seen any clips or you watch the first five minutes and you don't like it, stop watching it because it's not—it's it, not going to change. It's not yeah. at some point going to go. Oh, I didn't realise there was actual satire here. <laughs> What's the underlying message of the big heads? Yeah, exactly. Um, I tell you a very funny though, very funny story, um, as in funny, interesting rather than hilarious. But um, because so we recorded it in February, mm -hmm. and some of the heads uh, we had a Theresa May and we got a Boris Johnson and stuff like that. Um, because of, uh, so I've got to be careful here as well, because of the election, um, there's certain rules, isn't there? Uh, Adem can explain it better than me, but... Just don't say anything. Essentially, you can't <laughs> say anything about the political parties. Right. Well, you can't offer any opinions about the political parties, so you can't say one is good and one is bad or anything like that, because... Can't it, bias. Yeah, you can't yeah. show bias to any of the parties, which is fair enough, right? Um, uh, so when, with Big Heads... We recorded it back in the day, and then, of course, it was a snap election. Yeah. We, nobody knew that that was going to happen on the day, and we were going out first episode, and in our first episode was Theresa May as one of the big heads. So we had to edit some of the lines out of the show that showed bias one way or another for or against Theresa, Theresa May. May. How weird is that? That somebody would be watching big heads <laughs> and go... Oh, well, I'm going to vote for them then. <laughs> oh, now I've seen Theresa May run round that obstacle course. She's getting my vote. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird, a weird concept. But I, I guess that's the, that's the. Have way. you got a Corbyn big ad? Well, that's what we'd have to do essentially yeah. if you were going to go full, full disclosure. And he'd just sit down all the way round because he's just had knife heart. <laughs> <laughs> Music matters. Um, now, I don't know if you read this in the paper the other day. Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah, I did. I mean, did you? Yeah. <laughs> read that. Um, Tom Hardy, the uh, the legendary uh, actor, um, he single-handedly uh, did, like, a citizen's arrest mm -hmm. in South London uh, last week. Now, I'll read you the story. Actor Tom Hardy, who lots of, lots of women fancy and lots of men would like to be, helped to apprehend a man who had allegedly stolen a motorbike in London, police have said. The Hollywood star stepped in after two teenagers on the bike crashed into a car in Richmond, south-west London, last Sunday afternoon. They ran off before one was grabbed by the Mad Max and Taboo star and uh, 
I wonder if he was saying that as he was running after <laughs> yeah. I'm Mad Max, by the way! Uh, was arrested by a police officer. Two 16-year-olds have been arrested on suspicion of theft of a motor vehicle. Witness Aaron Pullen uh, told the paper, Tom must have been walking down the road. Oh, cheers, Aaron. <laughs> Thanks for that. Is that astute uh, observation? Yeah, he just flew in. Um, <laughs> he went off like a shot in pursuit and looked furious. I asked Tom uh, what happened and he told me he chased him through my back garden and caught him around the block. But the route was like an assault course. He's done well to, um, whoever's edited that story for me, has done well to uh, take out all the swear words. <laughs> Tom used a lot. Um, weirdly, I was actually in uh, Richmond that afternoon. I finished the show last week in London and uh, I went to Richmond Sunday afternoon. It could have been you. I was looking for a new dressing table at the exact <laughs> moment. I was like, I was trying to surprise uh, the family. I was like, oh, I'll get a new uh, dressing table because all the, all the stuff's on the floor at the moment. It's annoying me. I thought, I'll go and get a dressing table. And I was in Richmond that very afternoon. Now, if I'd have seen two teenagers robbing a motorbike, I'd have tweeted about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was that a bit from me. There's not a chance I'd have set off in pursuit after two teenagers. And it certainly wouldn't have got the headlines. <laughs> you would have started a little run, then you thought, ah, oh, yeah. it's too far away now. And you wouldn't have even connected the two, because two 16-year-olds, like, I'm twice their age. There's no way I'd be able to go near them. I, I mean, Tom Hardy's like Batman, isn't he? He's unbelievable. He's literally Mad Max. I mean, it, the story would have been, Jason Manford looked like he was having a run <laughs> in Richmond this morning. <laughs> Jason Manford stops with a cramp <laughs> yeah, running. For a bit. Oh, I've got a stitch. Jason Manford got a stitch this morning. Whilst <laughs> looking for a dresser. Have you ever stopped a crime, Hayley? That's my question. Do you know what? Every week I am stopping these crimes. Well, I can imagine where you live. <laughs> Are you a criminal? You just stop yourself. <laughs> just stop yourself no, every I'm week. Gonna, gonna be good. Do you know what? I've never, I've never stopped a crime. Oh, I'd like to what think. What a waste of a guest you are. I, I mean, know. no operations. No, not even a godmother. <laughs> no godmother. Never done a crime. Never stopped a crime. But, do you know? Because I mean, I would be terrible. I'd be like you. I'd be mm. looking for a dresser. Something yeah. had happened, and I'd go, oh, I need to get the dresser home, really. Um, yeah, I, I am quite selfish when it comes to stuff like that. I don't know. I think if I saw something happening, I have stopped. I stopped, uh, I guess, a mugging or something once, I think. I was driving. Can you guess? Well, sure. I, you was know, it when you're mugging? not sure. You know, when you're not sure what's going on, but it looks. As a person who's been mugged several times, I feel like hypersensitive when it comes to uh, street crime. <laughs> I feel like I can spot it a right. mile away. And uh, not that. I mean, when, when you're driving home from gigs late at night and, it's, mm. you know, you see a lot of dodginess going on. Nobody, like, called me. There wasn't, like, a bat sign in the sky. It's an M. An M appears yeah, in a cloud. A just a pie <laughs> in, a, in a light. Hold on, somebody needs me. And uh, there was, like, two guys um, sort of with this other guy and, they, and it looked... Was that a crime? Antagonistic. Yeah, hang on a minute. Was it a website? <laughs> and uh, I was wondering what was going on. I drove past a couple of times and it just looked a bit dodgy. So I just, then you looked like you were joining in. Yeah, then. <laughs> it looked like I was just patrolling. So I just like pulled up and, uh, you know, sort of flashed my lights, beat my horn a little bit uh, and then got out of my car to sort of go, everything all right? Did the old dad thing. Everything all right? And they were like, yeah. And then they walked off and then the lads went, ran in the other direction. So I feel like I did stop something. Or you stopped a drug steal. Or the... Yeah, maybe... Yeah, That's maybe, basically... Yeah, maybe I did do that. <laughs> Either way, I stopped a crime. You did. You're actually true. Do you know what I mean? Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's me. Crime fire. So where was that? Where was my headline? That's the thing with the difference between me and Hardy. <laughs> he courts it. Do you know what I mean? No, but it's, I mean, it's a bit I of a difference. It, I keep it to myself, keep it quiet. <laughs> Between Tom Hardy, like, runs through the streets over car bonnets <laughs> before Jason slows down in his car and yeah. says, you all right, lads? And beats my horn. <laughs> How's my driving? Somebody rang in as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to be uh, chatting uh, about uh, about dating and we'll have more chats about, uh, uh, we've got a funny thing that happened to my kids yesterday and, uh, and I want to know the most boring phrase you've ever said to either yourself or to somebody else, so... Stick around, it sounds like a great show to me. I'd listen. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Hayley Ellis is my guest this morning. Good morning. To all those people who've just woken up. Just stretching into the world. Is <laughs> stretching it? Stretching into the stretching. world. Is that how you wake up? I do, yeah. Like that. <laughs> no, I don't wake up. I wake, often wake up with uh, a child's heel in my face uh, or uh, maybe a bit of Lego being pushed up my nose. That oh, sort of lovely. thing. Or just someone going, Dad, she's doing it again. <laughs> or stuff like that. That's how I wake up. I mean, I'm quite lucky, I suppose. Are you really lucky? Yeah. 
I wake up to pillow creases and triple down my face. Yeah, no, I know. I'll tell you what, I've grown a beard recently. I've been waking up with a bit of a bit of uh, dribble in my beard. Oh. <laughs> weird, isn't it? Really weird. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> uh, now, this has been happening to me recently, more and more. So I... I sort of finished works. Um, so I did Chitty, as you know. Yeah. Uh, I finished Chitty, Chitty, Bang Bang in, in February. Then I went straight into filming Big Heads. Then I did a couple of things. Then I went straight into doing a nightly show and Olivier Awards. And it's been a busy old time. Mm -hmm. So last week I had, a, like, two days off. And and this week I've got, like, three. I, I, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, <laughs> I genuinely. Like, I annoy people because they're like, why can't you just sit down and relax? Well, I can't, right? And I find myself talking to myself a lot of times. So I had dropped the kids off at school and then I had the day to myself till I picked them up, uh, pottering, just pottering. Just pottering around the house. And I found myself talking to myself. And what I said, the most boring thing anyone has ever said in their life, right? I'm, I'm sat on the sofa and I'm sort of <laughs> half watching telly and I'm sort of half like emails or whatever. And I just, out loud, this was, to nobody, <laughs> I said, God, you know what, I don't, I, I've not a clue what time it is. I've not a clue of the time. It could be 11, 12, or even half one. I wouldn't even know. And I thought, as soon as I said it, I thought, <laughs> who are you? And also, those times are so similar, it doesn't even, it's not like, what, it could be 4am or 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I thought, why have I said that to myself? And then I thought, am I alone? In muttering boring phrases out loud. So that's what you're saying, a nursing home, isn't it? Isn't it? You just. What time is it? It randomly says. So I mentioned it on my Facebook to see whether I was the only person uh, who, who did this sort of thing. Um, Faye messaged me. Quite a lot of people, uh, thankfully, are uh, uh, similar to me. But either you say it to a partner or you say it to yourself. But uh, Faye said, My fiance uh, randomly one night said to me, uh, Did you know that checks are now processed on the same day? He sounds like a catch him, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, this is what people are saying to each other. It's pure banter in Faye's house. I love it. Amanda, uh, Amanda Fold says, uh, I once said to my daughter, that's a lovely field, as we were driving back from Hollingworth Lake. <laughs> She's never let me forget it. <laughs> I love that. That, that, is a, that is a prime boring one, that, yeah. isn't it? My mum does that, though. My mom, Whenever we drive anywhere, the other thing she does is um, she just says signs out loud. <laughs> you'll be driving, you'll be driving, and uh, she'll just, nothing, absolute silence, and then she'll just go, mm, Preston," <laughs> like she'll just say it randomly, like because she's because she's read it, or she'll read roads, or you know, like a really rubbish sat nav. Yeah, it's really odd. It's like, oh, pick your own strawberries. <laughs> she just says weird things. <laughs> like, why are you even saying it? Like for ages. She just keeps on saying it. I think you get to the point where you just want to hear... Maybe if you haven't spoke for that long, you just want to hear your own voice, isn't it? I don't know. There isn't any... Mum, there's no gap in Mum's talking, though. <laughs> she, she needs a rest from herself. Um, I like this one as well from Jess, who said, uh, on the phone to my other half not long ago, and, and his was this. Uh, his amazing anecdote of the day was, bought two cans of Coke earlier, drank one, put the other one in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they talk to each other about. I love that. I love it. So I want to know, right, if you can remember, and it probably has gone into, like, your family's folklore now as well, uh, because you said the most boring thing you've ever said. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Boring phrases we're talking about. Phrases, I, I, maybe it's an age thing. Maybe you just get to a point where you start saying random things out loud to yourself I have to tell myself, oh, I'm tired this morning. Yeah. Say that to myself. Yes. A lot of mine are tired-based. <laughs> um, uh, I like this one from, uh, from Catherine, who says, uh, I recently said, oh, no, that was one of my good pegs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> After finding it covered in mud, I've never felt so old. <laughs> That it, oh, Catherine. One of me good pegs. I love that. That's really funny. You can't replace a peg, either. <laughs> Once you've got a good peg, you, you can't. I think you literally can. <laughs> uh, Emma says, yesterday I told my son it was sunny but a little cold. Unnecessarily, as we were both standing outside at the time. I wonder why we do it. Why do we just say random things about absolutely nothing? It's to a nice day, that's one, isn't it? Yeah. Nice I mean, day. I get it with strangers sometimes. You have to... You have to say something sometimes. You catch someone's eye. You know, I, I found myself doing it, like someone was washing a car the other day and I went, 
I literally couldn't stop myself. It was like I'd been hypnotised. Guy's washing his car, and I, I walked past, and he smiled, and I smiled, and I went, you can do mine after. Uh. I thought, Ooh, I, why have I said that? That's like a dad thing, though. Oh, there's nothing worse than saying something to somebody that you think you're saying for the first time, and as soon as you say it, the look on their face goes, mate, I've heard that so many times. <laughs> I do it with the, I've done it with the postman. I hope they're not bills. Oh. And he looks at me like, of course they're bills, mate. <laughs> what do you think they're going to be? Like, he, hates it. he basically was looking at me going, I hope you die today. Yeah. <laughs> Stop answering the door to me. Just let them be posting through the letterbox, yeah. Jason. Well, that's, that's how he knew I must have been having a day <laughs> off, because I heard the postman and went to collect my mail off him, hand to hand. That's how bored I was with my day off. You need to. You need to get. I hope Big Ed's is coming back. Is it back tonight? It's back on tonight, thankfully. Yeah, what but time? I've done it. I've, <laughs> I've got nothing to do. It's on at seven o'clock. Eight brand new heads. <laughs> We've got Beckham tonight. Have you? Yeah, that should be fun. Actual yeah, we, size. We were on Gogglebox. I know. I've seen that. I know. Why has that become the new like? That's when you know you've made. I know. It. I did genuinely go. Oh, I made it. <laughs> I'm on Gogglebox. What were they saying about it? Thankfully, touch wood. They were very positive about it. The posh. The poshos said. Um. This was for this. This was for Dumb Britain. I think he said, "This is the perfect show for Dumb Britain." But I just heard "perfect show," <laughs> so I was like, "I'll take that." That's what's, that's what's going on the poster. Yeah, um, and the others were just all laughing, which was good. Yeah, and then somebody said, "Oh, of course, Mo Farah won because he's the most athletic," and the other one was like. You know that's not really Mo Farah, don't you? <laughs> Just ahead. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's on. That's back onto that. that nice little plug there. Yeah, um, my flatmate once said, "This is from a random person." My flatmate once said, "My hair smells like hair." Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking boring phrases. Just phrases you've just come out with. You don't know why. It's like your mouth's not even connected to your brain. Uh, so I want those this morning. Jay Duncan said, uh, I once saw an old work colleague uh, at a Jimmy Carr gig, uh, bumped into him at the interval and said, all right, mate, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's like a really popular one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I've done that. that. I think that's sometimes where you just say normal phrases. The, the one that I always do is um, when I get out at the... Um, when I get out of like a... Um, uh, at the airport, out of a taxi in an airport. I think I've said this before on the radio. Um, but I get out of the airport, the, the taxi, and the driver goes, "Have a nice flight." And I go, "Oh, you too." Yeah. And as soon as I say, it, I think, "Oh, right, yeah." With, in your flying taxi, you've been on chitty chitty bang bang too long. That's <laughs> yeah, a problem, isn't it? Exactly. Any of you spotted? Yeah, Dan's uh, message us in. He said, "Jason, my boring thing is I'll put the telly on, then turn to the wife and say, I've put the telly on.'" <laughs> just, just, just literally what he just did. Yeah. Jacko in Hull said, uh, having a Sunday dinner once, and said, oh, these carrots are very carroty. Yeah. Carrot, no, just making up words. <laughs> Actually making up words. Mike Jones said, I often ask myself uh, if I fancy a cup of tea. I've never said no. <laughs> oh, do you fancy one? Yeah, I do. Just oh, do like I fancy a cup of tea? Yeah, I, think I do fancy a cup of tea, actually. Alison in North Yorkshire has messaged in and she said, I've just said the most boring thing to myself that I say every day. Hmm, better get up now. Oh, oh no, you don't do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why? Why are you saying that to yourself? Just coaching yourself to get up. Michael in Aberdeen said, I recently said to myself, oh, this pen's a good writer. Oh. <laughs> Michael. I love it. I love it. 8, 12, 15 uh, on the text. Uh, I'd say give us a call, but they're too boring. They're yeah. too boring <laughs> to go on air. So we're talking this morning, most boring phrases that you've ever said out loud to yourself or to a friend, or you just, as soon as you said it, you're like, oh. Or has even someone's called you up on it and gone, wow, that's the most boring thing anyone has ever said. Is it a middle-aged thing, do you think? Is it a point where you I get to know. your life where you just start saying these things? I like this one from Johnny Haslam on uh, on Twitter. He said, uh, last time I came to this pub, I sat over there. <laughs> Like it's a historical place. <laughs> that one. And Simon said, uh, "Ooh, that sink could do with a wipe." <laughs> to absolutely no one. Just hey, said Simon, it out are you well. single? <laughs> Stacey's tweeted and said, "My husband just asked me whether I think he's too old to develop a liking for prawns." I think you definitely are. Yeah. I, yeah. By now, you either like them or you don't. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna work that out at all. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning, uh, Deb. In uh, Carlisle says, I turned up at a mate's last night and before I got out of the car, I said, lambs, lambs, lambs. <laughs> I was going to feed 
his lamb. Right. She's had, that does sound like a euphemism. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Feeding <laughs> the lamb. <laughs> Carrie's messaged in and said, uh, "When she f- she'll say, there it is, when she finds the thing she needs. Oh, yes. Even if it's not been lost, there it is. Yeah. I tell you, the thing that annoys me is when people say, um, you know, like you've, you've got something out of the oven or something a bit, like some glass, something, and someone goes, oh, don't drop that. Like, yeah. I wasn't, wasn't going to. I wasn't planning to. Now you've said it, you've put extra pressure. Did you on, drop it? On whether, I should, whether I should just drop it or not. Maybe I will. Uh, so let me know. Uh, 030-123-1215. But you find yourself, don't you, just with randomly saying things to your partner, maybe. I mean, you must have been sat with your fella at some point and just, you know, he's just come out with something absolutely pointless. He doesn't really speak to me anymore, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's got to that point, has it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kathy says, uh, my mum said to me the other day, uh, she was in Morrison's Cafe for lunch and she had battered fish with garden peas. And a friend had the same, but with mushy peas. The winter nights must fly by. Paula said, I always think when I look up at the sky on a nice day, isn't the sky blue? Lovely. It is Paula. Lovely. I've liked, I've liked this topic, but I've got to say, it's time to move on. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. One more link on boring phrases, because <laughs> suddenly when I said we were going to stop doing it, loads came in. Uh, so we'll do one more. 8, 12, 15 on the text, because there are some... I, d- I don't know why they make me laugh so much. Gene uh, from Liverpool, uh, listening to us uh, from Wales this morning, said, Morning, Jason. Packed up the car, ready to drive off on holiday yesterday, when I turned to my husband and said, Shall we go then? <laughs> <laughs> just pointless, boring phrases. I bet he just stared at you. Um, Elena, this is quite, this will bring a tear to your eye, this will one. It? Elena says, I live on my own and I've, and, and well, I shouldn't read it like that because maybe she's happy about I it. I don't laugh. I live on my own and uh, if I've cooked myself a good meal, when I've finished, I always say out loud to myself, mmm, thank you very much, I enjoyed that. <laughs> oh. Are you Alan Partridge? <laughs> what a delicious meal, Elena. What, what a lovely <laughs> meal. Uh, so, and uh, Alice says, uh, when I'm driving and someone lets me out of uh, of a junction or something, I'll do a standard thank you hand wave, but then, without thinking, I'll often say, along the lines of, thank you, Mr Peugeot, that was very nice, <laughs> even when somebody's in the car with me. Like, you know, you can't, it's you like can't hear you. It's like a kid's TV show, isn't it? Thank you, Mr Cleo. <laughs> uh, Anthony is, uh, has given us a call uh, from uh, Middlesbrough. Morning, Anthony. Morning, Jason. Morning. So you've uh, you've been hearing us talking about boring phrases, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. A few sprang to mind when I, when I realised yeah. I'm becoming a very boring person. <laughs> well, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Fire away. Uh, so we're moving house um, at the moment, and when, when we were deciding on the, the house we wanted to buy, one of the first things I said at the age of 28 was, does it have a good catchment area? Ooh, and have you got kids? Yeah, we just had a, 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 a little baby girl. Okay, so she was a tiny baby and you were still thinking ahead. And then uh, I also asked her whether or not what day bin day was. What day bin day was? Oh, oh yeah. classic. Classic dad saying, isn't it? But these are phrases you needed. You needed, to be fair, Anthony. Yeah, I think it's just the, the sort of realisation that you're not, you're not a kid anymore. and you're Yeah, because I know what you mean, boring. like... There was a point where you'd be like, oh, where's the best club? Or, where, you know, <laughs> like proper, fra- like there'd be phrases like that, wouldn't they? Oh, should we stay out for another hour? I know it's four o'clock in the morning. And now you're like, oh, the blue bingo's Thursday. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, my God. Is this what's happened to me? Anthony, uh, yes, I am bringing my tour to the northeast. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Can't believe that, what a lovely way of getting a plug in. Uh, you can find all the dates on jasonmanford.com. Cheers for asking, Anthony. That's really nice of you. No worries. <laughs> See you soon, pal. Cheers, mate. music matters. JLS. You remember the, the band? Yeah. JLS? Ah, but which band? There's two of them. What? I know, right? Fans of chart-topping boy band JLS were left reeling, reeling, they were fuming, <laughs> after finding out the £4 reunion tickets to their concert were actually for a band of old-fashioned rockers of the same name. Ageing musicians Jim, Les and Steve... JLS, uh, are playing an intimate stripped-back set on Sunday and were no doubt delighted when their show sold out in a matter of days. 
But fans of the younger boy band, JLS, thought the tickets uh, were they were buying were for Aston, uh, uh, Ortiz, uh, Marvin and JB. Tickets would cost £4. I mean... Can you, you imagine them going there going, oh, they, look, they look rubbish in the real life. Yeah, crikey, HD Telly's uh, <laughs> <laughs> has been doing them some favours. Um, I mean, why would you think that JLS was re- in a reunion for four quid? It's a bargain. Well, you're an idiot, then. <laughs> you deserve everything you get. Tickets costing £4 for the original Rockers JLS at 80 capacity gig at the Manor House in Warrington, Cheshire. Guitarist Jim of Nantwich said, uh, I can't imagine the look on some faces when they see us walking on stage. The venue has had floods of phone calls from people asking, is it the real JLS? A couple said, we're coming from Milton Keynes. Is it a reunion concert? (laughs) What is wrong? All the way from Milton Keynes. I know, imagine. (laughs) To Warrington, you know how to live. (laughs) Uh, it's said on Spotify, uh, JLS were renowned for their shirtlessness on stage. Well, Jim says, <laughs> you won't want to see us with our shirts off. We've been called JLS for many years now, and when the pop group came along, it was a so- source of amusement. They've sold roughly 500 self-funded DVDs. Shall we have a little listen to the two? This is uh, this is the old JLS. Now, which one are we going to play first? Is this Jim, Les and Steve? Or yeah, is this, this is Jim, Les and Steve. Well worth four quid. <laughs> okay, so that's that's those ones, and this is uh, the more well-known JLS, shall we say? Can I say, do we listen to the same song still? No, I wanted to play the different one. <laughs> yes. That's apparently they're different. You only get one. Okay, we can let's turn that off now in case people think we play JLS on accident. <laughs> yeah. um, so, yeah, but I sort of can't. I sort of have no sympathy with people. They're not. You're not doing your due diligence there when it comes to, as people, as everybody says, if it seems too good to be true, it often is. Four pound tickets to see one of the biggest bands. Funny enough, I've my only. It's not really a connection, but I, I once. This is about your tour, is it, Jason? It was about my old tour actually, uh, a few years ago in 2013. So we do this thing. We do. It's the general rule of selling tickets where you go, right, tickets are on sale, 10 o'clock Friday. Like, and it sort of creates some sort of pretend buzz yeah. about your tickets going on sale. Right Now, if you're, uh, you know, One Direction or um, whoever, if you're huge, um, then they go straight away. I mean, you know, or even in the comedy world, Peter Kay, mm. those tickets go straight away. I'll be honest with you, with me, there's still going to be some left at half 10. <laughs> okay? No one's, ta- no one's taken a day off work. To see Jason Manford at Dudley Town Hall. Okay, <laughs> so um, I get this uh, I get this message from this fella who um, who had no idea who I was. He said he said my wife uh, told me to, that I needed to get tickets for you, and she'd said to uh, she'd said to him, "You've got to go. He's one of the biggest comedians in the world." And this was at Dun in Dundee, right? And uh, so he took the morning off work to to go and queue up at the box office. Oh! And when he got to the box office, he had to go. She said, "You better get there dead early, like four o'clock in the." He got there at four o'clock in the morning, and there was a queue. He said, "Round the block." He was thinking, "Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this comedian?" So he queued up for like <laughs> all morning, and he got eventually got to the front of the. They, they they told me this on the night actually when I ended up doing the gig. Um, and they got to the, he got to the front, and at one point he was thinking, "Crikey, some of these look very young for a comedy <laughs> a comedy audience." He got there, and he said, "Can I get uh, two tickets for Jason Manford, please?" They went, "Jason Manford, <laughs> yeah, all right." And they sold him the tickets on row A, like the front row. <laughs> He's thinking, "Hang on a minute, what's going on here?" As it happens, JLS of all all bands were also on tour at the same time. Their tickets were going on sale at ten o'clock, and the queue was for them. Of the morning. Now, the funniest thing was about the whole thing is because it caused such a, um, a, a sort of buzz was that the local news crews uh, for the local news <laughs> were filming the queue, the queue. And there's a shot of this guy on the news. Just bemused. <laughs> In a queue for JLS. Like, oh. It was like 14-year-old, 15-year-old, 13-year-old, 45-year-old man. Yeah, I mean, that's like, suspicious, isn't it? Yeah, taking a day off work. <laughs> Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Right, so I found this this on uh, Twitter. And I don't follow her. 
it just someone retweeted it, so I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Edwina Curry. Hi. Edwina Curry. Uh tweeted this the other day. You know when some people are so far away from being engaged with the world and life. And it's easy to do. I get it. It's easy to do. You live a certain life. You you don't see the things that everybody sees, so you're you're slightly out of it. This was what she tweeted this week. Uh, on the 24th of April at 10.01pm, she said, How can three million UK children be going hungry in the holidays when there's a national epidemic of child obesity? Eh? She says. Oh, That's her... How can there be three million <laughs> children going hungry when there's a national epidemic of child obesity? What is she suggesting? She's my idiot of the week. What's she suggesting? She's either suggesting that one thing can't happen because another thing is happening. Like, like the two things are mutually exclusive. Like, or she's... I don't, I don't see a follow-up tweet, but is she suggesting that obese children... Are eating the thin ones. Is that, what, <laughs> is that what she's saying? I can't work out what she's trying to, what she's getting at. Yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed. Well, I'm not disappointed. I'm not well, at all. I mean, it's expected. I don't get it at all. It's like global warming can't be true because it's cold outside. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know how can how can people be dying of that disease when I'm all right? Like, mm. how can you be so far removed? Do you know what it's like? I don't get it. No, it's not. That was a bad comparison. Ignore don't, me. Yeah, yeah. don't. <laughs> we'll get some Stop good comparisons yourself. on. So, this is, the, this is the topic today, right? This is what we're discussing. Things that can't be true, because I've not seen them. It's in honour of Edwina Curry, okay? So, things that can't be true, because you've not seen them. Yeah. You've literally not seen them. It's like me going, oh, it's good that racism doesn't exist anymore, isn't it? <laughs> Crikey. Well, that must have been a nightmare. I'm glad there's none of that racism anymore and homophobia. That's... That's Never gone now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's absolutely bonkers. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking in honour of uh, Edwina Curry, who this week uh, posted um, on uh, Twitter. She said that... Uh, she questioned it. She questioned it. How can three million UK children be going hungry when there's a national epidemic of child obesity. I don't... I mean, I can't work it out either. I wonder if there's some way of those children being, A, different kids, <laughs> and B, maybe... Uh, maybe obesity is caused by uh, the fact that people don't have that much money to buy organic vegetables and chicken breasts and are getting, eating fast food. Mm. Maybe there's an education element to it. I don't know. Many of the... Many, many comments. <laughs> but uh, that's for a different show. This show is looking for things that don't exist <laughs> because you haven't seen them. Somebody says uh, things that can't be true because uh, you've never seen it. Uh, Claudio Bravo, uh, the Man City goalkeeper, uh, is a goalkeeper. He can't be because I'm yet to see him make a save. I mean, Aww. that's not true because I saw him make a save uh, the other night, um, and then he got injured and, and carried off. <laughs> he was so shocked that he made a save <laughs> that his body went, just just hurt and just went. Rolled um, out. Exactly. Uh, otters, somebody says. Never seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Friends have told me about seeing them, but I think they could have easily mistaken it for a wet squirrel. And I think they're right. Oh. I've never seen an otter either. Yeah, that's true. Other than, than on telly. Uh, someone's but Sam in Warsaw said, Jason, how can some children not have access to clean water when sea levels are rising? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's all made up. All made up, this. Uh, who else have we got? Russ in Dorset said, I don't believe in wind. Never ever seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Can't be true. Can't be a true thing. Uh, so 8, 12, 15 on the text. Things that don't exist because you and Edwina Curry have never seen it. Can't be true. Can't be true because you're... No access to it. How can there be poor people? I've never seen poor people, she's basically <laughs> saying. That's what she's saying. Can't be. I don't know any. I don't know one. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We are talking 
Uh, about things that couldn't have happened because you've never seen them. It's in honour of Edwina Curry, uh, Edwina Curry, who on the uh, on the old Twitter, uh, which is like a social media thing, uh, that's, uh, she said, how can three million UK children be going hungry when there's a national epidemic of child obesity, is her phrase this morning, which she said, without a hint of irony, and uh, somebody tried to defend her this morning. Someone's gone, oh, I think what she was doing, she was highlighting... The problem? <laughs> I was like, no. Was she? No, she wasn't. Uh, Cooper on uh, Twitter says, I don't believe in the moon. I think it's just the back of the sun. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I mean, I think, I, think, I, think I, saw, I think I've seen that on Scrubs. Uh, Vivian <laughs> says, um, <laughs> well, she comes up with the actual reason. She says, maybe it's because food banks don't give out rocket and poached salmon. I think, yeah. well, maybe maybe we should. Maybe that's what I'm going to start donating. Debbie uh, from Accrington says, how can men be right? I've never seen it. Oh, She's never you. seen it. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, Jim Sommers says, uh, giraffes, mate, utter myth. <laughs> until, <laughs> until someone brings one round my house and shows me they're a mythical creature in my mind. I, I, do you know what? I've never seen one. Never? Never. You've never been a zoo? Yeah, but I don't, maybe they just didn't have them there. It's they a rubbish too, aren't they? Have they got them at? Uh, have they got them at Chester Zoo? Yeah, they have. Maybe you I sure have you seen went the one. Zoo? There. Maybe it was just a farm. <laughs> They're just pigs there. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just a garden. Yeah, I don't know. Scott Jackson from Tottington said, "Jason, after a drunken night out, where she'll be told about something embarrassing she's done, my girlfriend Andrea will say, well, I don't remember it, so it never happened.' The Edwina Curry of that relationship." Uh. <laughs> uh, Neil says, Jason Manford, you do not exist. I have never seen you in person. You're right, Neil. I don't exist. I've never seen him. This is all done virtually. I am uh, I'm a committee of people. Uh, a committee of people work this out, and uh, and then my body's done by Jim Henson uh, <laughs> puppeteers. 46 people it takes to run Jason Manford uh, Incorporated. <laughs> Yeah. I know. There you go. Uh, workman on the M60, Karen in Bolton. That's a good one, Karen. That's a, that's the classic, isn't it? My my mummy works here. Drive safe, does she? Because uh, I've never seen her. Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. Vicky uh, says myself and uh, my friend Nikki once. Uh, uh, oh, what am I on about? Six stars. I meant people can't be dying because people are being born. Same logic. Same Very logic. True. Absolutely true. My dad's good dance moves. Someone's texting. Hey, well, I, I think dads are good at dancing. I don't know where that's come from. <laughs> uh, Phil, by the way, uh, was the one who came up with our, uh, on Twitter, come up with our first one, which was, how can there be global warming when it's cold outside? Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Haley's messing around with an app which uh, tells you, it changes your face. Yeah, it What's it called? What's it called? Face app. Right, oh, right. I, I probably could have guessed that. <laughs> it changes your face. What's it called? It's a nap and it changes your face. Um, and basically it shows you what you would look like as a woman or um, yes. what you'd look like if you smiled. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Um, it's right. really good. Yeah, no, it was good. It you just... age, you look quite good as a woman. Yeah, I feel, I feel I've always thought that. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always thought I'd do, I'd do all right as a, I, I, I play, I played a woman in a, in a, uh, Sky One thing once where I played like a nurse. Did you? In like a yeah, like a, a five minute biopic thing that he did, like Sky Shorts. And I looked terrifying. Absolutely terrifying, yeah. Um You look fit in this app though. Yeah, she looks all right. Yeah. Her. I mean, what would you call yourself? I guess I'd just change my you Jeanette. know Jeanette, yeah. No, I'd probably go more like Jason Jasanwa. What what is that? Just a name that all I'd right. make up for myself, Jasanwa. Um yeah, they're good then. The problem is that there is one where it tells you your age. Have you done that one? No, what oh, do you yeah. mean? So you basically go, you put, you take a picture of your face and then it says, and it guesses your age. Oh, yes, I have. Face. It can be quite insulting. It's never good news. What was your age? It, like, over 40. <laughs> and I'm 30, I mean, I'm 36 next month. Thanks for remembering everybody. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, 36 next month. And no, not one person believes me. I mean, people go, all right, like I've been on Wikipedia and changed my age. I'm like, no, I am, 1981. But really? for some reason, I just look older than I am. I take it as a compliment sometimes. I put Joan Rivers in that face up and it, like, guessed her at, like, 46. She did look good, though, she? Didn't she did spend a lot of money to look 46. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the neck was, like, 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, this, it's been a busy week for me this week, actually. I, um, I went to see Mickey Flanagan. 
Love him. Uh, do one of his last warm-up gigs uh, at uh, Soho Theatre, Leicester Square Theatre it was, uh, in London. And, uh, crack, he's good. He's really good, He's isn't he? very good. So he's about to go back out on tour. Uh, so I, that, and I am myself, so I was sort of looking at a lot of the, the other, seeing what everyone else is doing, really. But just so funny, so funny. So make sure you have a little look out for uh, Mickey Flanagan. And then I did uh, the, I do award ceremonies from time to time. Mm-hmm. And so Thursday was uh, was a charity one, but it was for... The Northwest Ambulance Awards. Right. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What were the nominations? Best Siren Award goes no, to. It's for the people driving. Oh, all right. Lunatics. Not for like best exhaust. <laughs> best paint job. Like, of course. You know. It's for the people. Right. But there was a moment where I was there. Well, two things happened. Firstly, I, when I was there, I was thinking, crikey, I'm, I, hope I, I hope nobody needs an ambulance in the Northwest tonight because all the best ones. Aria at this the awards award. do, aren't they? You'd be getting some guy who's like, oh, I don't really, which one? Is that, is that the arm or the leg? <laughs> like, no idea what he's doing. Um, and, uh, but the other thing that happened, and how good is this when this happens? I was driving up, I'm on the M6, and I'm driving up there, up to Preston, and um, traffic's bad, it's like five o'clock in the afternoon, I'm due on stage at half six, and it's an hour oh. drive, so I've not left myself a lot of time. I'm driving, I think, I'm going to get up there. And then an ambulance come from behind, right? And off, off, obviously, I moved out of, out of the way, and then I got into its slipstream. Oh. Oh, there's no greater feeling on God's earth. He's the best around. It's amazing. Because <laughs> you're like, this is legal. This is legal. <laughs> and you're just seeing everybody. Nobody can get in quick enough because you're behind. I mean, obviously, you can't go as fast as the ambulance. <laughs> you can only go as fast as you're allowed, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's what I did. And I felt like, in a way, they were doing it for me. You know what I mean? Like I mean... They, were, they were saying, you know what, Jace? Since you're coming up to our awards and giving you, dedicating your own time for free. I'm sure the person in the ambulance didn't think that, to be honest with you, but... Uh... No, but I'm, I'm really... It is for you, Jace. I'm really pleased that that person uh, injured or got ill at that time because it really got me uh, up the motorway quickly. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I hope they're better now. <laughs> But I was really pleased that they'd um, hurt themselves at that moment in uh, in time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, so there's no show on next week because uh, I've been taken off air. Um, No, hope you're very well uh, this morning. If you're up and about, do uh, let us know. Thanks for all your texts this morning. They do make the show, I've got to say. Uh, Literally, we have nothing to talk about (laughs) without you. Um, Who else did I see? And I saw Sarah Millican this week as well. Oh, she's brilliant. Who's uh, who's writing uh, a book. Yes. Everyone's at it. I tell you, and not a kid's book, though, a proper book, because that's what's happening at the moment, isn't it? Everyone's writing kids' books. Are you? Oh, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm too busy. I'm too busy with my actual kids. Yeah. And also, I hate kids' books. The little ones. I don't mind the ones, once they get into teens, maybe, the, maybe they get better. I don't know. <laughs> but five, six, seven-year-old books, as part from the disgusting sandwich. What's that um, is Which is great. <laughs> I love the disgusting sandwich. Uh, it's just a book about a disgusting sandwich, yeah. A badger. You've ruined it for me now, to be honest with you. Yeah, basically, this, yeah, I don't want to ruin the end, but um, the badger's dead all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. We did a, to- a topic a little while back, because of the way the, um, the network works, uh, th- this show goes out an hour later, so we're live, if you're listening to me on... Absolute Radio, we're live, but if you're listening to us on the other ones, uh, Absolute 80s, Absolute 70s, Absolute 60s, Absolute Jazz, I don't know what other is, <laughs> Absolute Japanese, all the other ones, uh, Absolute Lift Music, uh, they <laughs> um, they go out an hour later. Uh, so it means the topics we're talking about, we suddenly get a load of new new ones. Um, so we were talking about boring phrases before. Uh, Jack Debbie just said, my girlfriend just said to me, that's a really good quality toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jess says, my boyfriend told me that a train from Cleethorpes to Nottingham only runs once a week. We weren't going to Nottingham, and I didn't ask. <laughs> what a great relationship. <laughs> and Specky on uh, Twitter says, uh, glad it's raining, the garden needed it. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> it needs it. So, there's some uh, stories in the paper, Haley. Yes. Three stories. Uh, you pick which one you want me to, uh, or for us to both talk about. Okay. two of them are horrible, I've got to say, but, uh, let's see Not where we get... you're trying to sway me, though. No, 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 actually, two of them are horrible, one of them's boring, but, uh... <laughs> Can't wait for this. Yeah. Strap yourselves hey, in, guys. stick around, guys. <laughs> this, I think this might be the, uh, the, the clip they use for the awards. <laughs> uh, okay, first headline. Okay. Apparently, it takes an average of 12 seconds to, to, to do a poo. 
Not in my house. Uh, yes, you should pick your nose and eat it. Okay. Uh, yes. In are these headlines. House. These are headlines. These are headlines <laughs> in the papers. <laughs> I know the Metro though. Isn't it? Oh. Uh, t- teenager tweets about chicken nuggets may break the record for most retweets. Okay, I'm going to go. What do you want to know about? <laughs> oh, I'm at the edge of my seat. Nugget snot or poo. <laughs> <laughs> like we're 12 years old. Um, Who says this show isn't satirical? I'll tell you what, this is <laughs> cutting edge stuff. I'll go for the poo, please, Jason. I'll take a poo, please, Jason. Oh, God. I think you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> uh, it turns out, this was in the Metro, it turns out that no matter their size, all mammals, and we're mammals, by the way, I was gonna say. take an average of 12 seconds to defecate. That means elephants take as long to use the toilet as mice, despite producing excrement far larger than the size of a natural mouse. The new research also applies to humans, apparently, so there is literally no excuse for sitting in the toilet and playing Candy Crush for 15 minutes. Who's done this research? Well, I'll tell you. Lead researcher, Patricia Young. Patricia. If it's taking longer than 12 seconds, I'd say you should go and see someone about it, but you can't count newspaper time. Published in the journal Soft Matter. Stop it. Oh, this is ridiculous. You're making this up. The research says mammals' poo is covered in a layer of mucus that shortens the expulsion process. Wow. I mean, I thought scientists would be up to proper stuff now. I mean, we need to... We've not cured cured everything yet. We don't want to look at... I mean, someone sat there with a stopwatch as you're having a poo, right? That was 12 seconds. Not even even us. An elephant and a mouse. Yeah. Right, I've done the humans. Um, (laughs) Way up, way up, way off, uh, Jeff. (laughs) I'm just going to go and uh, see how long it takes for an elephant to have a poo. Really? And you're a scientist, yeah? I mean... How long did you study for that, pal? Imagine having time. to watch an, an, a mouse have a... I know. It's a bit of quiet time. Also, <laughs> I like the idea that there's a mouse just like a little tiny a little tiny newspaper as well. <laughs> yeah. Just getting away from the kids for five minutes. <laughs> oh, man. I don't that's... think I'd be able to do it if someone was sat there with a stopwatch as well. It'd really put me off. Twelve seconds. Yeah, I I've need... got to have the tap running as it is, let alone. I need, long... I need longer than that. Yeah. I need longer than that. Um, picking your nose and eating it, Hayley. Yeah. According to one study, uh, snot, while gross, is actually full of healthy bacteria that helps protect your teeth. Ah, oh, shut up! It. Not reading that! <laughs> Disgusting! Uh, and... Oh, oh, you, oh, you just wow. threw paper and hit a guitar? Just that, hit a guitar? That was like a YouTube clip. That would be viral, that. <laughs> did that. And, uh, yeah, some teenager tweeted uh, Wendy's, the uh, fast food place in the States, and said, how many retweets do I have to get for a year of free chicken McNuggets? Wendy's messaged back and just went, 18 million. <laughs> Somebody bored. Anyway, he's up to about 4 million, this kid. So he might actually just get buy there. your own nuggets, mate. He might get there. He might get there. Uh, so let's have another tune, and then... Uh, are we doing a song? And then we'll come to Hayley. Uh, you've seen something in the I've paper. I've got a great well. news story. Cool, we'll come to that. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I've spotted a little uh, text that came in uh, a little while back from Rebecca, which I think will link in with, uh, with your story, Hayley, uh, you're yes. about to read. She says, on a first date, uh, the date started telling me uh, which bus number he had to get to come and meet me. Needless to say, we only had one date. So that's her boring phrase, but you found a, a, a new story, A brilliant you? one, yeah. Uh, right, it's in the Metro this week. Female dragonflies, get mm. me words out, mm-hmm. have been faking their own deaths to avoid male advances. Wow. Amazing. I love that. So, so female dragonflies, they have a, a rather extreme technique for avoiding the unwanted attention of the males. Basically, they've been observed physically dropping out of the sky, dive bop into, dive bop into the ground. So dive male, bopping? Yeah, I've read that wrong. bopping? <laughs> it's a new dance. <laughs> dive bopping? Let's all do the dive bop. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> so males think they're dead. They do this because they don't That's want the brilliant. attention. Wow. I mean, I've never dropped to the floor on a night out. I don't think I've ever wanted to get out of a date that bad, but <laughs> that's impressive. Work. Yeah. That is certainly a topic for another week, I've got to say. Mm-hmm. We do, one of our favourite topics we did on the show, wasn't it, Adam? We did that while back the week, was uh, reasons to not go on a second date. Uh, and it, it's one of our favourite ones. In fact, on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, there's a couple of great ones, great examples of reasons not to go on a second date. Um, I think my couple of my favourites, uh, one is um, Danny McLaughlin, who's a oh, yeah. comic friend of ours, who said that uh, he he once went out on a date, on a date with a girl whose shoes were so horrible, like <laughs> awful, that uh, he took a bowling. Just so that she would <laughs> so she'd fit in. Just so that she would change oh, so she'd change her skin. <laughs> 
That's funny. <laughs> so we didn't judge you. Uh, where can we see you uh, at the moment, uh, Hayley? Have you got any gigs? Uh, yeah, I'm in Leeds Uni tonight. Oh. Yeah, not only the students will be up listening to this, so... No, well, yeah. See, see you there. Yeah. Um, I'm all over. Lovely. And, where, and we can follow you on... At Twitter, at Hales underscore Ellis. Hales underscore Ellis. There yes. you go. Uh, me, I will be on ITV tonight. Big Heads. Someone's tweeted in about Big Heads. Oh, is it nice? Before you read it. A bit it. of brown nosing, yeah. Um, before, when we're saying things that don't exist because we haven't seen them. Mm. Uh, my daughter Eve, age five, randomly came up with that, Mum, I haven't seen a TV show better than Big Heads. She is five, though, to be fair. She's not seen The Wire yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> when you see box sets, Eve, that'll change. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Have a watch of the... Why don't you show her The Wire and then see if she, <laughs> then if she thinks A Big Ed is the best show she's ever seen? Because I'd say break, or Breaking Bad, yeah. that's up there. Game, Game of Thrones. Walking Dead. Uh, Walking Dead. They're all up there. Um, but I'd certainly say top five. These are into them, though, like me. I'd say I'd go, I'd go The Wire, Big Heads, Game of Thrones, <laughs> Walking Dead... The Olivier Awards. Big heads. <laughs> yeah. I'd say big heads is five. So if you want to see people wearing massive celebrity heads, um, what was really nice about it was that about, when we filmed it was they let me just take the mickey out of it. When I first got the script, it was all like, welcome to the greatest show on earth. It was. I was a bit like, well, Stephen Mullern can read this. Like, <laughs> what have you got me for? And uh, so I just ended up doing like, uh, welcome back to big heads, the show that proves someone at ITV is having a breakdown. <laughs> and uh, they let me just take the mickey out of the show for the whole... <laughs> the whole time. I like the big head that you wear in it as well. It's brilliant. It's really lifelike. Right, you're not coming on again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you're dead to me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, have a watch tonight if you... Uh, but only... I mean, give it 30 seconds. Uh, if after, like, a, a couple of minutes or whatever, you, you think, this is not for me. It's not for you. It's not going to change <laughs> after 10 minutes. Uh, but uh, do uh, let us know what you thought of it uh, on Twitter, Jason Manford. Um, and also, I'm on tour as well. So uh, tickets went on sale on Friday, 10 o'clock. But there are, amazingly, some still available. <laughs> <laughs> so come along guys, and have a lovely, lovely week. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where your music matters.